the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investors one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everyone, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. <clears throat> I am Dwan Bent Twyberg, America's most thought after real estate investor, and today is another session of Business by the Book. And of course, the book is the good book, it is the Bible. I use the new Life Application Bible of the New International Version. Uh, there's all kinds of Bibles, King James, so many different kinds, but I like these because the Bible verses are at the top of the page, and at the bottom of the pages are explanations. And one of the things I really love about this Bible is the beginning of every single chapter has a whole section. Let's see. Um, if we're going to talk in Proverbs today, so let me find the first page here of Proverbs. Like every um, chapter has a section that is sort of like a like a blueprint of what this what that particular uh, chapter of the Bible is about. So it has like the vital statistics, the persons, the authors, uh, the dates it written, written, the settings. It has like the blueprint, the mega themes. I mean, it's just really good. I like reading all of that stuff. Because, you know, a lot of times you read the Bible, you don't know who wrote this and who wrote that. And, the pur like, the purpose of uh, Proverbs. To teach people how to attain wisdom and discipline and a prudent life and how to do what is right and just and fair. In short, to apply divine wisdom to daily life and to provide moral instruction. So, those are the... Uh, Proverbs. Solomon wrote most of it. Um, it's, uh, it's a book of wise sayings, a textbook for teaching people how to live godly lives through the repetition of wise thoughts. Oh, key verse. Hey, how about that? I didn't look at that. The fear of the Lord is in the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. So anyway, Proverbs is great. If you honestly, if you're like, hey, I want to learn how to run a business by the book, the Bible, and I want to crash course on it, read Proverbs, honestly. I've got a book I read a long time ago about Proverbs. And I mean, it, like it says here, the purpose of it is to, in short, to apply divine wisdom and daily, into your daily life and provide moral instruction. So whenever you don't know about something, it's in Proverbs. All right, so today... We're just going to read Proverbs 18.21. It says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who eat it, or those who love it, will eat its fruit. So I wanted to talk about the power of our words. And then give, I, you know, I always use myself as an, an example if I have an example to give about it. But uh, most of you don't know this, and uh, you know, all of you, if you've listened to any shows, you know that I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, 
You know, this past summer I had parathyroid surgery. See my big pirate scar right there. Well, anyway, my right shoulder is now completely jacked. And don't know what's wrong with it. And I had an MRI, and I'll be getting my MRI results back next week. But my shoulder is killing me. So here's what I noticed the other day. I say several times a day, it's like, oh, my God, my shoulder is killing me. But see, right there is what the Bible talks about, that your words have the uh, power of life and death. So I am literally saying out loud, oh, my shoulder is killing me. Or someone says, oh, my gosh, I died laughing. So you're, you're putting it out there. You're saying, I'm going to die laughing. My shoulder's going to kill me. And when you say anything, even if you claim something like, uh, I'm a, I, I have depression. It's never going to go away. Well, there's power in the words that you say. And so the, there are many, 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 many. I was really looking up tons of verses to talk about this. There's so many, many verses about the power of your tongue and that life and death is in your words. And it is so easy to say, oh, I hate that person. Ah. Wish they wouldn't even in my life. Well, you are literally speaking death over somebody. You're like, oh, Dwan, come on. That's like you're saying don't put it into the universe. And I'm not being like hokey pokey, <laughs> don't put it into the universe. I'm not being that person. I'm telling you that the power of your words do control life and death. And so years ago, now clearly I'm still not 100% on this one because I, I caught myself the other day. Just rubbing and going like, oh my God, my shoulder's killing me. Because there's so much crazy pain in this front part of my shoulder right here. So now they think that the rotator top is torn and we have to have surgery, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, ugh. So I caught myself, and like just now I said it, but I'm showing you the example. But I caught myself the other day just rubbing and saying, oh God, this is killing me, it's killing me, it's killing me. Oh, make it go away, oh. And then I thought, oh, hang on a minute. I, it's not killing me. I'm not dying over my shoulder. I'm not going to, nothing is killing me. Okay? Time. I'm getting older. <laughs> Time is killing me. Because, <laughs> ah, you know, I'm 62 now. So, like, I got one foot closer to the grave than it was. But every day you're alive, you got one foot closer to the grave. And the grave's not a bad thing because then I'll be in heaven and I'll be with Jesus and it'll be all amazing. So, I'm not remotely afraid to die. Or scared of anything. I'm more concerned about how. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You know, like in the middle of the night, having a stroke or something, just like out and you're out. That's the way to go. All right. So, but I don't even want to speak that over myself. So, we say so many negative things about our own selves. We say so many things in jest, like, oh my gosh, that was so funny. I just almost died laughing. Oh my gosh. Or, oh, the movie was so cry. Just like I cried myself to death that night. It was just terrible. And I swear to you, I feel like we all use the word about something about death or died all the time in really common conversation. And we need to not do that. We do need to not do that. I need to say things out loud, which I have been doing, like, okay. Something is wrong with my shoulder, and I'm going to get an answer, and I'm going to fix it. 
I stopped saying my shoulder is killing me, but I have been saying that and I didn't even realize it until just like a week ago. I've been saying it off and on for like the last two months because I, I heard it somewhere in November, December, went to the chiropractor, got a couple of adjustments. I thought, oh, it would be good, but it's just getting worse. I'm like, okay, now it's getting worse. Now I can't hardly lift it up. I have to like hold my other arm to lift it. I can't do anything with it. It's like, okay, so something is for real wrong and I need to get it fixed. And then I caught myself saying like, oh, the pain's coming. And then I heard myself say it the other day and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. I wonder how long I've been saying that. Cause I really try really hard not to speak life and death over anything. And it's like, well, Dawn, can that really kill you? Well, yeah, if you just constantly keep speaking negativity and like, you know, oh, I almost died, oh, this died, and, da, 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 and you just keep it on and keep it up and keep it up, you are putting that out there. And there are angels and there are demons and there is God and there is Satan and Satan hears your words too. So if you wanna keep speaking all these negative, terrible words of life and death over yourself, don't think Satan won't find a way to jump in there and take advantage of that. Okay, that is what he does. He's a terrible, wicked person. Um, okay, so another one is Proverbs 12, verse 6. No, that's not it. Oh, it's not 6. Hold on. Hold on. One second. I dropped my piece of paper here. I wrote the verse on for the other verse. What is Proverbs 12, 6? Okay, hold on a minute. 12, verse 6. Oh, that's it. Sorry. It is 6. Sorry. I was looking at the other ones going, ah, what does this mean? Okay, 6. 6. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. So again, um, God praises according to his wisdom. But men are warped minds are despised. Uh, better to be nobody and get a servant than to pretend to be somebody and have no food. The righteous man cares for the needs of his animals. But the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. Like there's just so many things in the book of Proverbs. But Proverbs 6 says, The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescue them. So again, and in Proverbs 18, uh, 21, a tongue has a power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So, words of the wicked. There's so many, so many things. Gosh, I could just read this whole entire thing right here, but, but we won't. We won't because we've got our time limit on this. So, the power of life and death. That is the thing that I wanted to make the most important thing today was that the power of life and death are in your words. And that's 1821. There it is. The tongue has the power of life and death. So, and uh, those who love it will eat its fruit. So, again, we are going to start really watching our words. Start, you know, it's like with my little grandkids. I have two little granddaughters. And one of them is four. Now, she wants to talk 100 miles a minute. She really does. But I can't always understand her just yet. And sometimes she will get so frustrated. She's like, Mimi. And she's trying to explain something to me. But sometimes I can't understand what she's saying. So I'm like, okay, listen, just slow down. Just slow down, take a breath, and just use your words. 
and then she'll say something slower and explain it to me because I really can't always understand her yet. Just and you know, not that she not what she's saying, it's just her her words are not really super enunciated yet. I and mean, she's only four years old, so you know, what do you expect? I can't have full grown conversations with little kids. But I can see her get frustrated sometimes when I have to have her kind of slow down and tell me whatever she's like super excited about slower. <laughs> So even right then and there, I'm telling her, okay, use your words, slow down, tell me what's going on. I'm so excited to hear what it is, and I'm all excited for her, but she has to go slower so I can understand it. And so as Christians, or as anybody, just people, not even as a Christian, we need to realize that what is in our words is powerful. And everything that we say, everything that we do, every person that we wish something good for, wish something bad for, or we say something negative about, or anything. But the main thing is, I love about this verse, is there's several places in the Bible where it says, it has the power of life and death. And you, and I'm not saying like go put a, a, a hex or a curse on someone, but you can honestly just speak death wishes over somebody. And Satan hears that. The demons hear that. You can speak amazing things of blessing and encouragement over people. And Satan hears that, but so does God, and so do the angels, and so does everybody. And so your words are powerful. So I want you to really make an effort going forward to not say things like, oh, God, today my back is killing me. Is it actually killing you? Do you want it to kill you? Do you want to be dead from that? And, you know, or like, I mean, I mean again, I'm use myself for example. I know when I first got diagnosed with the rheumatoid, I could not figure out why I had such amazing, crazy amounts of pain in my body. And I would just be like, oh, Bill, gosh, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to die today. I'm just, I'm dying. There's so much pain in my body. I feel like I'm just going to die. It's sucking the life out of me. I don't know what's wrong. I'm not going to make it. And I would say things like that. And I'm sure the devil was like, oh, yeah, you keep talking like that, girl. I'll take you. I'll make that so bad that you I wish you would kill yourself or something. So, you know, and <laughs> just like anything, anything like that, you just really have to basically not give any food for thought for the enemy. And the enemy are the demons and they are Satan. And don't think they don't exist. And there is God and there are angels. And like we all have guardian angels. And our guardian angels are here to guard us. And if they hear you saying things like that all the time, they don't know what you want. They don't know what you want them to do. So we'll have to do some sessions on angels. You actually, your angels are there for you. And you can give them assignments. Like, hey, angels, listen, I need this and this and this. Help me with that. In the name of Jesus, not praying to the angels. But they're there for us to help us and do things with us. So when your mouth is constantly saying things like, this is killing me. Oh, it's died. This happened. That happened. Da, 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 da. Even if you're just joking, like, oh, I died laughing. Oh, God, that joke just killed me. That was so great. Oh. You know, really, you're just speaking death over yourself. Literally, you're speaking death over yourself. And God does not want us to do that. So our words, our tongue, the power that we have, we need to use to edify, to build people up. We need to say good things over ourselves. We need to say good things over people. Like even like saying things like, oh my gosh, my kids are driving me crazy. Well, are they actually making you crazy? Like schizophrenic, you're losing your mind? Or are they just like, my kids are driving me insane. Are they really driving you actually insane? 
And and I'm sure that going if I even listen back to all my last two years of podcasts, I'm sure I've said that kind of stuff a bunch of times because I caught myself doing it this week. But the fact that I caught myself doing it, now it's more in the forefront of my mind to be more careful about my words. And especially when I'm talking especially about myself. I don't want my shoulder to kill me. <laughs> I want to fix it so I can go on living. I don't want my back to kill me. I don't want the pain from the RA to kill me. I want to I want to get it under control or get cured from it, ideally. So I always have to say, Lord, you can just reset my immune system and just cure that right up. Boom, boom, boom. It's like... Not even have to blow on me, just the thought, and I'm all fixed. So now I'm just out loud all the time, saying good things over myself constantly. So speak good things over yourself. Speak good things over your family, your business. Like I've had people that say, oh, this real estate investment is going to be the death of me. Oh, I was inside that house. It scared me to death. I mean, it's like we speak death over ourselves all the time. Honestly, try, you know, like, get a little thing on your phone, make a little note there, and make a little mark every time you say something about this death, or I went into this house and it was vacant, it scared me to death, anything. Start making a note, a mental note or something, and, and tally up how many times you say it. And I guarantee you, you say so many times that we say things like that. So let, let us recognize that the power has... The tongue has the power of life and the death. But let's just focus on the life. Hey, I want to breathe life into my business. I'm going to be the top real estate investor in my area. I'm going to be the best. People are going to say the best things about me. I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. I'm gorgeous. Great. I'm not going to go. I was going to say gorgeous. So I'm gorgeous too. You're not going to be like, oh, I went to a vacant house. And oh my God, it scared me to death. I was so terrified. And I thought I was going to die. Oh my God. Ah. Stop saying that. Oh, I went to a vacant house today. Wow. Whoo. Wow. That was some experience. You know, just think about how you say things, okay? Because we do not want to speak death over ourselves. We want to speak good, fruitful words, and we want to eat that fruit. So I'm going to speak good things over you today. I'm going to tell you that you're going to have a great week, and your tongue is going to be so great this week, and you're going to be really super aware of your words, and you're going to kick butt and close deals. How about that? All right, guys, so thank you for listening to another Business by the Book. Oh, and you know, at the end... I just, you know, I, I always kind of assume if you're listening that you're already a Christian. Uh, but if you're not, and you're like, hey, I don't know, I really like what you have to say, and I'm listening, but I don't really know what the whole Christian thing is, get yourself a Bible and buy one that has the red letters. The red letters are all the things that Jesus said. And just start with the red letters. Read all the red letters. And somewhere along the way, you'll see where Jesus says, hey, listen, if you want to be saved, just open your heart and invite me in. Just say, Lord. Today, I open my heart and I invite you in. Do with me what you want. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Boom, that quick. Two sentences and you're saved. That's all it takes to get all the great things that Jesus did for us and eternal life in heaven. So, with him too and everybody and uh, everyone you've ever known, in fact. And, uh, well, yeah, that went to heaven, which is, you know, we're going to just assume it's everybody. But we all know not everybody makes it up to them white pearly gates. So... But I don't want to digress off on that. So um, if you're not saved, it really is just as simple as saying, hey, I open up my heart and invite you in. That's it. Boom. You're saved. And Jesus comes in. Holy Spirit lives inside here. And then you just say, hey, work on me. Show me things. 
explain things to me, lead me in the right directions, then you'll just all of a sudden find this whole brand new exciting world will be opened up to you. And it is a very exciting world. I, I just don't know how anybody can live uh, without God. I don't even know. I, I know people that are just so anti-God, and I'm just like, oh, you poor thing. Like, I don't even know how you can live like that. But, you know, it's not for me to judge. It is only for me to plant seeds. So that's part of my business by the book. I plant the seeds. It's God's job to do the rest. Okay, so let's only speak the power of life with our tongues this week. Okay? Really, you got to work on it because I, I still find myself doing it all the time. And I'm super aware of it and I still do it. So. Again, I am a work in progress just like all of you are. We are all always a work in progress until we die. And then now we ascend and we are the perfect, the perfect being at that point. So spiritual being up in heaven. So uh, same bat time, same bat channel. And remember, the truth is in red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.